0: Welcome to episode one of Sample Excavator. I'm your host, Angela Robledo, a sample archeologist digging through sample and production history to piece together the stories behind the world's biggest records. Each episode will follow one sample or sound, either going from the present to the past or the past to the present. I'm so excited to kick off this podcast with this episode because it shows off the wide variety of ways samples can be used. This week's sample comes from hip-hop group J.J. Fat. Originally a quintet in 1985, and one of the first acts signed to Easy es Ruthless Records, it quickly dissolved into a trio. The trio, comprised of Juana Burns, a.k.a. MCJB, Donia Burks, a.k.a. Baby D, and Michelle Franklin, a.k.a. Sassy C, recorded and released their breakout single, Supersonic, produced by the Arabian Prince in 1988. This single went on to sell half a million copies, and their subsequent album of the same name was successful enough to make them the first female rap group ever to be nominated for a Grammy. While J.J. Fad didn't have much success after this album, Supersonic had a lasting impact on both pop music and hip-hop for decades. And simple, baby D. <laughs> i Before moving on into the songs that have sampled or referenced Supersonic, I want to take a second to talk about copyright and what that means in the context of sampling. When a song is copyrighted, two copyrights are actually filed. The first is the written sheet music containing the melody and lyrics of the song, which is attributed to and owned by the songwriter. The second is the actual master mix of the song, the recording itself that is released to the masses. The rights to that copyright are generally split between the record company, the performing artist, and the producer. If someone wants to sample a song, they have two options. They can actually splice in pieces of the original recorded material into their music, which is actually what is meant when something is called a sample, or they could recreate the melodies or drums they wish to use themselves with their own instruments for use in their song, which is called interpolation. Either way, onus is on the producer to talk to and work out a deal with the owner of the original copyright for their intended sample before releasing their song to the public. This is what is meant when quote-unquote clearing a sample is talked about. The benefit of interpolation over direct sampling is that it can occasionally be cheaper and is worked out with the songwriter of the original song as opposed to the record company of the master recording. The use of supersonic in pop music is interesting because it has been it has been both interpolated, and directly sampled. That's enough legal jargon for now, but as we go through episodes, I'll be referring to some of these terms and wanted to clear them, pardon the pun, before proceeding. Back to Supersonic. The first major sample of Supersonic comes from MF Doom. MF Doom is easily my favorite solo rapper of all time. Based out of the UK, MF Doom is a full-on supervillain in the rap industry. He is largely underground, but known as your favorite rapper's favorite rapper because of his influence. He produces almost all of his songs and beats by himself, and is largely regarded to have the best and most complex rhyming in rap hands down. His earlier work from the late 90s and early 2000s is marked by incredible uses of samples, particularly from jazz and blues. This time, however, he samples J.J. Fad in his 2004 album, "Um mm Food, which contains songs all centralized around food themes. In the song Ho Cakes, he chops and loops the opening beatbox line from Supersonic in order to create the drum line for his song. He actually made the beat in 2003, entitling it Jasmine Blossoms, but didn't rap over it until 2004. Take a listen. One of my favorite parts about this sample is not only the clever use of drums but also the use of J.J. Fad singing the word super to finish Doom's opening bars. Super! I got this girl and she wants me to duke her. I told her I'll come scooper around eight, she said. Super! That sounds great, shorty girl's a trooper. No matter what I need her to do, she'd be like. Super. On his own throne, the boss like King Cooper. On the microphone, he flossed the ring. Super. Average MCs is like a TV blooper. MF Doom, he's like. D.B. Cooper, out with the moolah, I let her get her outfit, just to cool her off, she said niggas ain't about shit, I wonder if she meant it, I doubt it, the way it be in her mouth, she can't live without it, and can't live with this, handle your business, villainous, stay on a scandalous, whole shitless. one pack of cookies, please Mr. Hooper, it's fun smacking rookies, he is the, Super. look like a black Wookiee, just a few years later, in 2006, producer Will I Am interpolated the title riff from Supersonic for fellow Black Eyed Peas member Fergie, used in her hit song Fergalicious. A quite obvious interpolation, but one not many people are aware of. Definition make them boys go loco. They want my treasures so they get their pledges from my boat, so you can see me, you can not squeeze me. I ain't easy, I ain't sleazy. I got reasons why I tease them. Boys just come and go like seasons for delicious. This use was actually surrounded in some controversy. While the original members of JJ Fad were given writing credits on the song in accordance to the agreement, Will I Am made to clear the sample. Arabian Prince, the producer of the original song, felt he deserved credit as well. Will I Am got the sample cleared by Ruthless Records, who owned a majority percentage of the rights to the song. Arabian Prince owned 20% and believed he should have been in the decision process to clear the sample, but in lieu of that, he should now be getting his 20% cut of whatever Will I Am is paying Ruthless Records. The suit was settled out of court but as of a 2016 interview with Arabian Prince, he is still claiming not to have received his fair due. Doom's sample and Fergie's interpolation come from the main body of Supersonic. However, the tail end of the song actually made an even bigger impact. It is the Supersonic section where members of JJ FAD tried to rap as fast as possible. They use a mixture of actual bars and random words, all set to a rapid fire 16 note rhythm. Released in a time when rap was slower and more laid back, Supersonic stands out as one of the first time rappers tried to push the speed envelope but still remain accessible to the pop charts. You went out That makes this section of the song the most referenced part, as many rappers attempting fast rhymes in the 2010s pay homage to the original supersonic rappers, JJ Fad. Run the Jewels, comprised of rapper producers Killer Mike and LP, reference JJ Fad during rapid-fire sections of their songs Go and Call Ticketron. (laughs) I'm the Shamalama, Duma Lama, Danger Dick, or do your mama feed with the Peter, never eat tell us, see you later. Holler about tomorrow, baby, hang got a holler, my papa, pussy, papa, call, papa, peel, the chill, no peel, no cause not a rape or take a bona fide, hard breaker, hit a once, hit a twice, be tell us, see you later. Got here, watch vice at a home, indicator. full clip. I'm a little bit sick, come quick. Look at what I did for the grid, got it in, what it Eminem's reference of supersonic might be the most recognizable, however. As he mentions JJ fad by name before going supersonic speed at Um. The members of JJ FAD were much more enthusiastic about this shoutout and sample than they were with Fergalicious. In a 2013 interview, MCJB talked about how stoked she was about the shoutout and said, quote, we're just so honored and thrilled that he chose us to do that, quote. Let me know when it occurs to you while I'm ripping any one of these verses curtains, am inadvertently hurting you. How many verses I got to murder That just about wraps up this episode of Sample Excavator. While I couldn't go over every single supersonic sample, hopefully those I presented effectively demonstrated the breadth of sample types and uses throughout the years. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at idigitfirst, that's I-D-I-G-1-S-T, all one word, on both platforms. And you can find the podcast at Sample Excavator on both platforms as well. If you liked this episode, please rate, comment, and subscribe on your preferred podcast streaming service to help others find it as well. Sample Excavator is researched and written by myself and produced by Guy Tannenbaum. The theme song was written and produced by David Ramos. You can email questions, suggestions, comments, and concerns to thesampleexcavator at gmail.com. Songs from today's episode can be found on nearly all major streaming platforms, and links to the articles referenced can be found in the show notes. Okay, as a reward for listening through the end of the credits, here's a sneak peek at one of the songs we'll be discussing next episode. Thanks for listening, and keep on digging.